Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, Stacy Personally Speaking, where my thoughts become known. This is Season 1, Episode 62 of the Journey 365 series. Today's episode is about pot tonova miscommunication, and our sense of right. We all hold positions that we firmly believe are right in our eyes. With the same conviction, we make decisions and hope not to be questioned because of our sense of right. There's a song I loved singing back in Jamaica, which says, If you know the Lord is keeping you, what are you worrying about? But I went to bed worrying because I feared I had stirred something which might lead to confrontation. And I don't like confrontation at all. Who does? I prayed before going to bed, asking for God to not allow the situation to escalate, as it was evident that my questions had put the person at odds based on their response to me. This was just before bed. No scripture nor prayer allowed me sweet sleep. It weighed on my mind, and as day broke and my faculties became fully awake, it was on my mind again. Thankfully, however, I didn't feel tired, even though it was before 6 a.m. I was going to teach at the high school today, and I didn't want the apparent miscommunication to further consume nor interfere with my mental space. As such, I opted not to check my phone at all until after my lessons. I talked to God about it and prayed for everyone involved in the situation because we all clearly wanted to do what's best. I prayed for peace and wisdom as I searched the word of God. And this scripture verse helped to calm my spirit. Great peace have they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. Psalm 119, verse 165. I thought I was doing really well on time this morning until I decided to start the washing machine. I had some clothes soaking from the night before, but as it turns out, they had to be left in the machine on the last rinse cycle. I managed to do my 35 push-ups this morning, but failed to do any other exercise. Just a few moments before I left my apartment, I did some quick leg stretches since I was going to ride to work. I had my green smoothie, which was surprisingly more sour than I had expected. I had used a yellow kiwi this morning, and so I thought it would have added some more sweetness but it didn't. I ran down the stairs and then just as quickly ran back up the stairs when I realized I didn't have a face rag. Today was leaning on the warm side, so I definitely didn't want to leave home without a rag. I got to work at almost 8.30. Not so much time to prepare and sort through papers as I would have wanted. Today, I didn't introduce any new worksheets. Well, that's not true. 
I introduced a warm-up sheet which is intended to be used over the course of several classes. But I did not introduce the worksheet which I worked so feverishly on yesterday to complete. That worksheet will contain the information and vocabulary for their next presentation, which is going to be much bigger. Today, I focused on common errors I was able to identify while checking my students' papers. It was a good lesson, even though it took much more out of me than I'd imagined. Trying to interact with almost 20 students using only English while trying to navigate the blank stairs to make things more understandable was a challenge indeed. But there was great team effort today, and so I was more assured that these errors would not be too soon repeated. I had written so much on the board today that I didn't leave the classroom until almost one o'clock. My class ended at 12.35. I closed the windows and cleaned the blackboard. Yes, it's a blackboard, or chalkboard if you rather. Once I got to my desk, I kept checking the time as I hardly sorted through the tons of varying sheets of paper that were in my bag. The papers became more confusing when students who were absent returned to school, did their presentations, got their score sheets, and had their presentation papers checked. The cyclic flow is interrupted and things become very barabara in Japanese. Notwithstanding, I managed to leave work before 1.30 p.m. Yay! When I checked my phone, no one had responded to the message I had sent from last night. I wasn't sure if I should have felt relieved or more concerned about this lack of response. And the truth is, nobody likes conflict and yet it is one of the most inevitable things of life and so I kept thinking as I came home how best can I process and deal with uneasy and uncomfortable situations because this is not going to be the last time and it seems I needed this little pep talk for myself because when I got home I got a message from my friend who I visited on Sunday the weight of the first incident was still so much on me that when I saw my friend's message, my heart hurt, but I didn't feel any additional mental strain, to be honest. However, it felt like once again, I had put my foot in my own mouth, spoken out of turn. This is what it felt like, because in the moment of saying whatever it is I had said, I didn't think it might have been construed as wrong or received negatively. But my friend's response was filled with such grace and love. And I think it is because she's a Christian, a firm believer, which is why she was able to communicate it and for me to receive it in the grace she intended. The day was about to get just a little heavier as all these things went through my mind. It was a few minutes after two o'clock and I was home and in the kitchen trying to prepare my lunch. All I needed to do was put the food in a plate and warm it in the microwave. And yet, 
I allowed myself to be distracted by previously unread messages. One message which I would have probably tried to offer some advice to or words of comfort only received an I don't know what to say. At this point and time in the day, I absolutely did not feel I was in any position to say nor instruct anyone in any way. And then the path turned over. The mental weight had so increased that the cognitive operation of my mind had decreased, affecting my hand-eye coordination. I managed to catch the pot, but half of the ground provisions found themselves on the floor, along with most of the water from the food pot. But don't worry, the food did not get wasted. I thank God it was not the curry chicken since liquid had splashed everywhere. I diligently used the sponge to soak up the water and clean up the floor. Then I put the food on the plate, put it in the microwave to warm and headed into the shower. I bid myself to focus, even as the chiming of the washing machine preceded that of the microwave. Tempted, yes, I was tempted at after 2 p.m. to ignore my lunch and put the clothes on the line. But I said, not today. And I got my food, sat down and continued watching a Japanese movie. Watching movies, especially during these times, transposes me into another world and gives me and my mind time to become quiet. I don't have to think much unless it's a mystery movie or something that I'm trying to follow. I had already finished eating by this time, but the movie had not yet ended. I was about to confirm an email from one of my companies when I turned and saw the wet clothes behind me still, waiting to be put outside to dry. I paused the movie, quickly tended to the clothes, and then sat back down to finish the movie. As I was putting the laundry outside, I suddenly exclaimed, I'm still in Japan. As my eyes flew open, followed by a long, deep breath. Yes, I am still in Japan. And the script continues to be written through my eyes and through the eyes of others with whom I interact. I have to be more careful of how I impose my sense of right and my perfectionist tendencies on others. I must endeavor to speak with more grace, kindness, and love, even in the face of sense of rightness that I tend to possess. I believe I should go on a sabbatical from talking unnecessarily, at least for the rest of this week. for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to leave a comment and let me know what you thought about today's episode. Join me next time on Stacy Personally Speaking.